From the power of voices in Los Angeles and heard around the world, welcome to Full Body Frequency, the show that celebrates everything full-bodied and fabulous. I'm Laura Rice, cultural curator, fashion designer, and your guide through the Full Body Frequency experience. This is the current through which we will explore the truths and explode the myths about the lives and loves of plus-size women. Since our lives shouldn't depend on how others see us, neither does this show. I can't believe that this is the first week of August. Where has the summer gone? But before it's all over, there's more warm weather to enjoy and places to rock fierce fashion. Speaking of warm places and fashion spaces, popular plus-size blogger and fashion expert, Marie Denae, AKA the Curvy Fashionista, joins Full Body Frequency today. She'll be here to talk blogging, community engagement, and her highly anticipated TCF Style Expo, which returns to Atlanta, Georgia for a second year, August 12th through 13th. And for those of you who act quickly, and there are a few tickets left for those of you who act quickly, but before the Kirby Fashionista, Tierra McGee and Simone Mariposa join me. But before the Kirby Fashionista, Tierra McGee and Simone Mariposa join me. These jet-setting, swimsuit-rocking, plus-size models talk about their new radio show, A Fat Girl's World. And we'll also talk about Simone's hashtag, We Wear What We Want campaign that's blowing up social media. There's no better way to celebrate summer than by embracing our fat bodies and adorning them with fashion that slays. And we do all of this on Full Body Frequency today. Stay tuned. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Full Body Frequency is back. I'm Laura Rice, and this is kind of cool. I've had other plus-size radio hosts on the show before, but this is a first. Colleagues from the network... The Power of Voices. Simone Mariposa and Tierra McGee are the co-hosts of A Fat Girl's World, on which they share their lives and lots of great advice, big girl style. And the two are opening up the modeling game to ladies at the large end of the plus-size spectrum. Check out Simone's recent torrid In My Jeans campaign. And they're killing social media while motivating other big beauties. Welcome to Full Body Frequency, ladies. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Simone and Tierra, what inspired the hashtag we wear what we want campaign? I was actually looking at a story on my Twitter timeline and I saw a story about a girl who flagrantly bodies like in front of one of these girls' eyes. I had 
to speak on it because I know that almost every other plus-size woman in the world has dealt with that type of body shaving. Why not make a hashtag where plus-size women are shown making unconventionally, unconventional fashion choices and then looking good in them? Right, and that blogger was uh, Vintage Honey? No, her name was, it was The Soul Asylum. That was her name the, on Twitter. The Soul Asylum. So have you all been in touch with her since then? Um, well, I, I haven't. I, it's not that I was in touch with her. I just read it on my timeline, honestly. I've been passing, and then I retweeted it, and then from there I made it into something, you know. How many people have participated thus far? I want to say well within the thousands, and this is, like, including in different countries, too. That's exciting. Notice that some of the folks that are participating aren't plus size and curvy women, people who are conscious about body positivity. How many of those folks have actually joined in? Honestly, it's been, there have been so many plus size women that I haven't been able to count the slimmer mm-hmm. women, but I know there's been, there have been some participants, which is great. Initially, I've promoted that it was based on plus size fashion and I wanted plus size women to have a time to shine, but I don't discourage people who from other body types to participate because I think women in general, we do have people policing our bodies at all times. So the dudes in the suits and the folks who are rebelling against school uniforms, everybody's welcome. I mean, I didn't know that there were people who were rebelling against school uniforms. Yeah, a few of them online as well, joining in the campaign. So is it too late for plus-size curvy women to participate in We Wear What We Want? I definitely don't think so. I mean, it's it's an ongoing movement because forever, I think people are always going to have something to say about what plus-size women wear. So Mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's an ongoing thing, and I hope to make it an ongoing thing. There's no such thing as too much inspiration. That's true. So what do you plan to do with the momentum? And is there a possibility for a printed photo essay or a book? I haven't even thought about it, to be honest. I've definitely thought about doing like a clothing collaboration with some people who are body positive designers. But I mean, I think there's endless possibilities to it. And I, the momentum now, I think is, it's based on social media. So I'm sticking with that. But who knows the opportunities that I'm faced with in terms of the hashtag. So now, Tierra, you all host a new radio show called The Fat Girl's World, or is it The Fat Girl's World? I heard you all back and forth on one of the shows talking about the title of the show. Yeah, it's The Fat Girl's World. Sometimes we just be talking and caught up in a moment. (laughs) How did you all get started? How did you decide on your show format? And how did you all decide to co-host? Simone and I met at a photo shoot, actually. We were uh, shooting together. And uh, Josefa actually came to me and asked me, do you know, I wanted a radio show. And I knew, like, I would definitely want to talk about body positivity. And me and Simone had actually only met. I think we had lunch maybe one time before that. Yeah, it was one time, I think, yeah. Yeah, one time. But we just had, like, such a good connection and good energy. So I was like, okay, I know that she will be good to do the show with. So I asked her about it and then... We went to the studio and we were just kind of brainstorming. We knew, we off tops, we knew what we wanted to talk about. You know, we're both very comfortable with our size and in our bodies. So we knew that we didn't want to talk about body positivity. And then we also knew that we, there was no shame in us being big girls. So we just were going to call it Fat Girls World. And then it kind of just went from there. So what are the kind of topics that you all cover regularly? Fat topics, obviously. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I, I've heard you guys talk about a little bit about love. I've heard you talk about where to go buy lingerie. It, it covers a gamut. Tell us about some of your favorite guests and interviews. I think we've had some pretty good shows. What was that last one, Simone, we did? It was like, that was a really good show. We kind of just talked about the idea of love and self-esteem and how to behave in, like, relationships as a plus-size yeah. woman. And I that think definitely, that, that was our favorite. Back that up, how to behave as a plus-size woman in relationships? Tell me more so about that. What to receive from whoever you're dating and just to have high standards and just to know that, okay, just because I'm plus-size, that doesn't mean that, okay, I deserve less and just to know your worth. And I think being a plus-size woman, you do date differently. That just is what it is. Like, you have sometimes a lot of men date us either in the dark. They want to tell us, like, oh, you know, I have, it's like a fetish. So mm-hmm. I think that dating as a big woman, is, it is dating differently. And I think that's kind of what Simone was saying when she says how to, what did you say? How to, how to behave. Yeah, it wasn't how like you should act a certain way on the date as a plus size girl. It wasn't like that. It was more so yeah. what to expect in the situation how, you know, to receive certain things, what is okay, what isn't okay. Tiara, you're married, and then Simone, you're single and dating. Is that correct? Sure, let's say that. (laughs) You're actually going on a date right now. (laughs) No, I'm not, I'm not. (laughs) Okay, clear that up for me if you don't mind. You can say single and dating. I mean, I definitely have my eyes open. I'm like, you know, playing the field. Single and mingling. Okay. All right. So you both are plus size models and you all are clearly killing the game. So what's going on with you all in your careers as models? <laughs> it's a little harder, I think, when you're on the larger scale of the plus size spectrum um, in terms of modeling, because there's still a bit of elitism in the plus size community in terms of size. <laughs> when it comes to work, it's not as easy to get work certain niche, a certain designer or a certain campaign that wants to highlight size diversity usually in order for you to get work as a larger plus size model. Luckily, though, I've been in contact with a lot of good designers who are looking for larger models, which is good. So I think that there's good things that are coming. Still definitely a struggle being a bigger plus size girl in the modeling industry. And Tiara, what about you? I would have to just piggyback off of what Simone said because her and I, I would be considered, like, in the same size bracket as far as plus-size modeling. And I've been modeling for four years, I believe. And work is, it's hard to get work being a plus-size model. I mean, I think sometimes with social media, it makes it seem like you're working more than you are sometimes. But it is very difficult to get work. But right now, like Simone said, there are more brands that are wanting to use larger size models and I think that is because of Simone creating the hash we wear what we want it's causing people to see all size women and then that, that's causing brands to say okay well we want to showcase these women too because that they're the hype right now because bigger size plus models are it's kind of like a trend right now we're able to get a little bit more work but not mm-hmm. as much as the size 12 and 14. If you've just tuned in, this is Laura Rice. You're listening to Full Body Frequency. My guests this segment are Simone Mariposa, creator of the hashtag We Wear What We Want campaign, and motivational speaker Tiara McGee. They're plus size models and co host of A Fat Girl's World, which can be heard on this network 
thepowerofvoices.com. So if you all had your dream brand to work for, what would it be? I wish I could answer that, <laughs> but I really don't have a dream brand that I would want to work for. Okay. What about you, Simone? Honestly, one of my dream brands was Torrid, and I just worked with Torrid, so that's kind of good. Yeah, I had it in my jeans. Um, like fall denim campaign. Right. The one that's making the big splash that's all over the place, right? Yeah. That one. And I got to work with that one, which was really great. And this was really a good point for my career. But like Tia said, I don't necessarily have dream band. It's more, I want to have the biggest repertoire of clients as possible. Gotcha. Whether that's smaller startup businesses, whether that's big name, plus size brand, showing diversity in who I can work with. Everybody is very much into body positivity. And there seems to be a bent, and this is related to you all and your modeling careers, but there seems to be a focus or a bent on smaller plus size women. So my question to you is, is there a way to force body positivity, not just to be inclusive of everybody, but to maybe focus in terms of the plus size community on larger sizes? Because we seem to be excluded from visibility, quite frankly. I think that now it's, Everything that's happening is forcing them to to see larger size women. Obviously, see, everything's going to take time to kind of get it out there. But I mean, now, like I got a casting yesterday for my agent for Target for a casting call, and they wanted a size 18. Wanting a size 18 is literally unheard of. A lot of this body positivity. And these companies, these large companies, they pay attention to social media. They pay attention. As mm-hmm. soon as Simone started her, we, we wear what we want hashtag. Everybody was hitting her up and wanted to do an interview with her because they pay attention. These things is allowing us larger size women to get recognition. Absolutely. Social media is important. So, ladies, what's next for you? That's a, I feel like that's such a weighted question only because I think the sky's the limit. And it also depends on what the plus size community is going to do. Because obviously there are women out there who will gladly represent visibly plus models, visibly plus women. But I think it's up to the plus size community to be a voice for those women and to open up the platform so that those women have a chance, you know? Yeah, I agree. I was just, it's funny because to answer your question, Simone and I just recorded last weekend. We were talking about, like, what's next? Like, what do we want to do? And I was telling Simone, you know, I love modeling and I love inspiring women that's my size to have more confidence and, you know, and all that. But I also have just a journey of just life. And I've been through so many things and I want to be able to share that testimony as well. So I've spoke, I'm speaking at a women's, how do we say, how do I say it? Uh, A women's empowerment seminar. Yeah. So I'm speaking there and I'm not talking about me being fat because I'm more than just being a fat confident girl I've been through a lot of things in my 28 years of living and I feel like my story can also empower a lot of women without saying without pointing out the fact the fact that I'm fat because a lot of Mm. things that I deal with surprisingly have nothing to do with my weight so for me I hope be able to step outside of just the fat plus size community and just inspire women as a whole and not just women that look like me as far as size I personally agree, and I kind of want to add to what I was saying, too. I definitely agree with what Tierra is saying. There's a lot of parts of my life that I feel could be inspirational to women as well. 
And I feel like the reason why I'm such an advocate, though, for plus-size women is because that's a big part of my life that what that defined what I was going through. I had a lot of issues with that. Our tiara and I, our stories are different in a lot of ways. There are a lot of things that my life was basically controlled by my weight, and I had to find ways to get through that. But I also have always been a person who loves to help people, to help people lead better lives, regardless of what their size is. Part of my dream is to be a motivational speaker, too, in the sense of teaching women that their life is defined, their looks, by their monetary value, by their sexuality. So I think that's another part of my career and what I want to do. That's really, really great. So before we go, how can folks be in touch with both of you? I have a Twitter and an Instagram. Those are the things that I'm on most of the time. And they both have the same username, Simone Mariposa, which is Simone, S-I-M-O-N-E-M-A-R-I-P-O-S-A. And Tierra? Instagram, I guess. It's social, my social media. I don't really do Twitter. So that is Plus Size Beauty Tierra, T-E-J-E-R-A. Plus Size Beauty Tierra, that's what it is. Yeah. My email is on there as well. So if anybody wants to contact me personally, business inquiries, they can uh, get my email. Business inquiries, yes. <laughs> don't, hit me, don't hit me up trying to ask me if I'm single because I'm not single, okay? <laughs> Let it be I'm clear. Patient. She is not single. I'm Simone, patient. however, is single and ready to meet. But, <laughs> but they got to email me first so I can see if they legit. <laughs> well, Tierra and Simone, thank you so much for being here today. And thank, thank you, you so for much for motivating us. us with hashtag we wear what we want. Thank you so much. After this break, Full Body Frequency returns with Marie Denae, the curvy fashionista. This is a world premiere. This is a world premiere. I have been through a whole lot. Trial, tribulation, but I know God. Satan want to put me in a bow tie. Pray that the holy water don't go dry, yeah, yeah. As I look around me, so many motherfuckers want to tell me. But they don't make them never drown me. In front of a dirty double mirror, they fell me. And I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big guns and big What you, gonna what you gonna do? Lift up your head and keep moving. Keep moving. Or let the paranoia haunt you. Haunt you. Peace to fashion, police. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Let the runway start. You know the miserable do love company. What do you want from me and my scars? Everybody lack confidence. Everybody lack confidence. How many times my potential was anonymous? How many times the city making me promises? So I promise this. I love myself. The world is a ghetto. Big guns and dickies. I love myself. Full of fiend and a bottle full of lean and a model on a scheme, yeah. These days of frustration keep y'all on tuck in rotation. I duck these cold faces, post up feed five four for faces. Dreams are realities, peace. Blow steam in the face of the beast. The sky can fall down, the wind can cry down. The strong in me, I still smile. I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big guns and dickies. I love myself, but they can do what they want whenever they want.
a pioneering blogger, platform builder, and fashion influencer whose TCF Style Expo returns with panels featuring industry experts and an unparalleled plus-size shopping experience, August 12th through the 13th in Atlanta, Georgia. The one and only Marie Denae, the curvy fashionista, welcome to Full Body Frequency. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. As I mentioned in the intro, anyone in the plus size and curvy community who doesn't know the curvy fashionista, well, is clearly sleeping under a rock. You've been in the game, the plus size fashion game, for well over 12 years, working in various capacities, including retail manager, stylist, fashion and social media expert, blogger, and platform builder. In many ways, you're in the unique position of connecting the seasoned, meaning those who've worked in the plus-size fashion community for 20 or more years, and those who are just beginning. How does your story in the plus-size fashion industry begin? Well, actually, it's been more of a retail journey, a retail marketing business side of things. So I've been working in retail for um, since I was like 15 up through our, up through uh, since I was 27, so like that's how I kind of got that kind of background. Whether working as a sales associate, working on the merchandising team and levels of management, or um, in specialty sales, like I've kind of held all those different roles. I liked being of service. I liked working with women and helping them find what they need. I liked being that resource. And then while I was in college. I wanted to do psychology initially, mm. and, but it didn't click with me. But then I took a class in marketing and I fell in love. And in all reality, marketing is like the psychology of selling. It just kind of merged together. So once I finished school, I, I got my MBA in marketing. I wanted to open up a boutique. So I started my blog, and at that time, starting a blog was something that was really random. Like, nobody heard of this. It's like, what is this? What is a weblog? I kind of just was like, is anyone there? This is my journey to trying to start a boutique. I found some designers. Look. So what year was that that you started this journey? This was 2008. I wanted to start a boutique. I actually opened it online for a season, but then kind of... Friday the 13th of March 2009, life changed for me. I lost my job and I'd already started the blog and I knew that there was something there, but I just never, it never really occurred to me like this could be a livelihood. Like for me, it was just a meat, like it was just a medium. It wasn't a means. And so, but my girlfriends all rallied behind. They were like, no, go do this. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. And it just has been like a blind leap after leap and growth after growth with trying to figure out who am I, what am I doing, and how I'm able to then marry my passion for helping and serving and being a resource to a lifestyle. It's just kind of grown and evolved as I have grown 
into a young woman, middle young woman. I don't know. I'll be 35 this year, so I'm still young, but I still feel kind of grown in the blogger space. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it, it really sounds like you were an early adopter. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was something very happenstance, like real random. I remember learning about weblogs at the time is what they were called. It was like a really funny, like, what is this? Like, I'm like, okay. I started on Blogspot and I had the platform for a while, but I was so scared to do my first post. So I just had this, but I would never do anything with it. And I remember going back and looking at my very first blog post and I was like, really, Christmas? You posted on Christmas? <laughs> real, real captive audience that day, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So that's just kind of how I started. The nerdy side of me and the business side of me kind of got together with the retail fashion side of me. So for me, I had always been in betweeny until, you know, I hit my late 20s, early 30s, where I started sitting solidly in the plus world. For me, like I straddled like a 14, 16, a 12, 14, 16. And then as I got older, so has, you know, my, my body got bigger, right? Right, and right. Just became like this space discomfort. It was just kind of where things kind of made the most sense. I think what probably drove me most was like, where are our clothes? Where is my plus size DKNY? Where is my Ellie Tahari? Where is my Dana Buckman at the time? Or where was the Ralph Lauren? Where is all these different brands that were making like really high quality pieces, but contemporary, but in plus. Absolutely. And I know you're a fan of Donna Karen. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but that is a big, big hole in the plus size fashion industry is the luxury end, the high end brand and high end in the sense of contemporary and trending. You're listening to Full Body Frequency and my guest this segment is the curvy fashionista Marie Denae. Her TCF Style Expo returns to Atlanta, Georgia, Friday, August 12th through Saturday, August 13th, 2016. Tickets are on sale now at thecurvyfashionista.com. One of the things I appreciate about you is how you acknowledge those who've come before you. And I equally respect that you are a cultural curator as well as a community builder via your media outlets, most especially through your website, The Curvy Fashionista, and most recently via your Facebook page, The Curvy Fashionista Community, which is about eight months old. Talk about why you decided to create this unique space for other fashionistas, entrepreneurs, tastemakers, and aspiring bloggers via Facebook. I kind of wanted to connect a little bit more intimately, kind of have a little more fun, and kind of have conversations that were in a protected space. Sometimes on Facebook, some people don't want to have these conversations out loud, but they may want to have these conversations privately or have like a community of women that, and so in this group, it's not just bloggers. In this group, I have readers, fans, people who subscribe to my blog, designers. It's just people who want to connect on a more personal level mm -hmm. um, and just kind of get a little bit deeper. So some people ask like real personal questions. Some people ask, you know, where can I get this? Or some people just complain about like whatever it is of that day that's irritating them. Or some people just want to show their selfie and be like, here's my face today. So it's just, it kind of varies. And we have different things that we want to connect to. And sometimes that we just need to connect to someone like ourselves. The community is an offshoot of the Facebook fan page. 
And I was looking at, in essence, doing like a buddy press or like a building the community on the blog, but it became a little bit more cumbersome, mm. um, technically wise. And then my readers are already on Facebook. So why not meet them where they're at? And so I belong to quite a few other groups and I like the engagement. And so I was like, hey, I wonder if I just move this here. And it's been great. Well, I imagine that as you've given this empowering space and voice to others, this abundance has returned to you exponentially. Was it Sunday Selfie, Woman Crush Wednesday? I mean, you have a number of ways for folks to engage and celebrate themselves, but also to celebrate others in the community, which is really powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. There's com and the Curvy Fashionista. Let's talk a bit about the ways in which both brands function separately and jointly. Marie Denae, that's me. I am the creator of these sites. So my expo is at tcfstyleexpo.com, thecurvyfashionista.com, and mariedenae.com. I have done mariedenae.com as a place to kind of speak more on the business side of things, things that don't necessarily make sense for the current audience, the current website. So if it's not plus size fashion, but I want to talk about the business of blogging, or I want to talk about something real random, more of like, how to build a blog. That's not going to make sense. The Curvy Fashionista. Tips for starting a boutique. That's not going to make sense on the Curvy Fashionista. But on Marie Denae, when I'm talking, I can talk business. I can talk more inspirational, like go do your own thing on that platform. It allows people to know that I am the, the creator of these, of these sites, of these brands. That's me. So that's why I do that. That's great. And it's wonderful that you are providing such wonderful and invaluable advice to aspiring bloggers and retailers. It goes without saying that everyone loves trending fashion and news that the curvyfashionista.com provides. And two of my recent favorite features are in the body image section. Uh, first, big and tall, 11 dapper and stylish plus size men on Instagram that you should follow now. And the second is the plus size art spotlight, and which features the wooden eye collection by Matthias Virginer. Of course, the men are delicious and delightful, and they're often left out of the plus-size fashion community conversation. Will you feature these and other men regularly as you do the art? Yes. It wasn't until what really kind of brought my... I've been friends with Bruce of Chubster.com for a while. You know, I've just been seeing more and more stylish, big and tall men on social media. Now there's a big and tall man section on one of the um, model agencies, now they have a board for it, it just becomes a little bit more like, oh, like, are there people there who are reading that care about that on my site? It's slowly coming in. I'm going to start adding in more, but I want to make sure I pay respect to those like Chubster and other sites that are doing it. You know, I don't want to take away from, I only want to bring attention to. With that, you will see more of inclusion with the men. Great. That's that's really good to know. Going back to the art, we don't often see ourselves reflected in art or as beautiful art. Share a bit about Matthias Virginer's wooden eye collection. I had seen this plus size woman riding a bird. <laughs> this is so random and funny and kind of tongue in cheek. And like, I love that she had a lower belly. I love that she had her hips and thighs. Like, you just 
saw it. And then when you got to read his story as to why he started this whole collection, it was really inspiring. And I was just like, wow, this is really cool. And then it was even cooler for him to then reach out on Facebook and be like, thank you. And I'm like, my pleasure. I have done a plus size art feature for a very long time. It's been probably like a couple of months since I had, but I do usually do it every Wednesday. But I came across this and I was like, oh my God, I have to give this up. I don't care what day of the week it is. For me, it's just a really great affirming, you know, to see yourself in, as art, as creative, as appreciated, as beautiful, as thought provoking. You To have all of these other adjectives that are positive rather than used as a pejorative, right? And so it just became like a really empowering place, at least for me, it has become that. So for me, when I see different art, now I have artists that send me their work like, hey, here's my latest collection. And I'm like, word, I'm going to put this up next week. It gives me great joy to be able to showcase and share and provide, you know, like, look, look what I found, you guys. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got a great eye, that's for sure, when it comes to the art. Whenever I see the art that you've chosen, I'm like, okay, that's a curatorial eye looking at that. But there is something really special about this wooden collection. And I can't put my finger on it quite yet, but you know what I'm talking about. It's interesting because it's a piece of wood that he has carved, right? It's There's no ethnicity. To me, I see myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I see a lot of an ethnic woman in that picture. And it's really reflective of myself or women in my family. It becomes a mirror. And you're like, oh, but when you guys look at, you know, those who are listening, go look at the pieces. It's really funny because especially kind of juxtaposed against, like, colorful animals. Like, the mm -hmm. woman, like, riding the zebras, like, it's. <laughs> or one who has a rocket tap, um, take, or strapped to her back. Like There's just certain different things that make you think and give you pause and, and you just stop to appreciate. And I think a lot of times for us, like we have been hidden. We've never been the focal point. To round up all of these artists that actually take time to appreciate, celebrate, and lift up our, our silhouettes, it's very refreshing. That's why I do that. It really is. And I will say one thing as we wrap up that portion of the conversation. There's a weird juxtaposition, not even weird, but a refreshing juxtaposition <laughs> against... No, it, is. It, it is weird. I mean, dude, yeah. you go ride, you go ride, uh, who's going to ride a bike? Like, really? <laughs> a penguin? What is it? It was something, not a penguin, a uh, flamingo. It just looked weird. But there's also this beautiful softness of the bodies. I'm just like, that's my belly against the hardness of the wood. I mean, you don't think of wood as being warm and soft and beautiful. Well, you can think of it being beautiful, but not warm and soft. And this was warm and soft and approachable. <laughs> you know, every single piece, like you said, you saw women in your family. I saw my stomach. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Full and proud, full and proud. <laughs> <laughs>
My guest this segment is Marie Denae. You know her as the curvy fashionista, plus size style expert, brand ambassador, and the producer of the upcoming TCF, aka the Curvy Fashionista Style Expo, which is happening Friday, August 12th through the 13th in Atlanta, Georgia. When we come back from this quick break, we'll talk about the who, what, and whys of the TCF Style Expo. Stay tuned, Full Body Frequency returns after this.
Full Body Frequency is back, and my guest this segment is none other than Scrabble Queen, Army Brat, Trend Spotter, and plus size fashion influencer Marie Denae. You know her as the Curvy Fashionista. The Curvy Fashionista or TCF Style Expo is back for year two in Atlanta, Georgia, Friday, August 12th through Saturday, August 13th. First, who are those lovely ladies on your TCF Style Expo page with you? Production team. Like, they were on my production team last year, and we did this little photo shoot, and I just totally love the picture. It's a great photo. Lots of energy, lots of excitement, and lots of who we're going to see there. Yes. So who's coming? Why should we be there? And are tickets still available? So yes, tickets are still available. The Curvy Fashionista Style Expo probably was an idea that I've had, I want to say probably like four years ago or so. And I got like really scared. You know, it's like a big idea and you're like, "Uh uh-uh, that's not happening. That's ridiculous. And you kind of like watered down the idea or you second guess yourself and then life happens and kinds of slaps you back in the face like dude you should have been doing this <laughs> so kind of like bringing the blog to life um literally bringing the blog to life with vendors that we shop that we feature on the blog featuring spotlights and conversations just like we have on the blog so these panels that we have business of plus size fashion which is on friday that's talking with gwen devos susan moses monique c sarah and um, moderated by, um, oh, and Shanice, and moderated by Nikki Free. Like, we're going to talk about the different roles and different ways that people can be involved in the community. You don't have to be a blogger to be involved in the Plus community. You don't have to be a model to be involved in the Plus community. And it's showing the different walks of life that people have that actually impact the community as a whole. That's where we have our Styling 101 panel, our Model 101 panel, and our Body Image Conversation. So it really kind of gives a lot of space and conversation to actually it's like really just bringing the blog offline and really kind of interacting. I mean, how many times can you go to a mall and find 40 vendors that cater to you? (laughs) Hardly ever, if ever. (laughs) Right. So it's like, you know, I preface people, I'm like, boo, come with your money, come ready to shop because there are going to be a lot of exclusive deals and promotions and things that you could only get at this expo that you wouldn't be able to get outside of this place. And it's really good to also connect readers to these designers and to the brands and the brands to the audience that they can actually listen directly and see what the the plus size woman is wearing. Because a lot of times we have ideas, the brands and the designers may have ideas of what the consumer wants, but when you get them all together and you see them all showing out in different ways, you're like, oh, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, this is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And, you know, so much of what happens in plus size fashion either happens on the East Coast or it happens on the West Coast. And it's really nice to see Atlanta doing its thing or you doing your thing in Atlanta. It's been very, very exciting, scary. Again, it's like for me, it's been just leaps of faith, right? This was another one of those. And, you know, I'm already thinking about 2017 in my head how I'm going to vary and differ and change and add to and take away from. And, you know, my mind is racing and it's like, oh, my God, I need a drink. (laughs) 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 Ask yourself, what have I done? Like, really, did I just make this happen? Like, great, Marie, now you have to do this every year. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how can we do it bigger? What can we do more? You know, it all started, too, from like I started my anniversary party when my blog turned three. That I did an anniversary party that was bigger when it turned four. 
did an even bigger anniversary party when my blog turned five. How do we continue to have these events, but add different things to the brand? So it became, how do we connect in different ways? How do we inspire? And that's how the expo came about. Tell us again, how can listeners get tickets? You can get tickets from tcfstyleexpo.com. And with the tcfstyleexpo.com, two places you can click buy tickets. You can look at the schedule, our speakers. You can see what vendors that we'll have there. All the information that you need is on tcfstyleexpo.com. Clearly, you work really hard. But post-TCF Style Expo, how are you going to tap into your full body frequency or relax your mind and your body and your soul? So I like to go home. I like to really go home to my, all of my families in SoCal. Okay. Um, you know, I'm the only one here in Atlanta. Even though all my family's coming out for my expo, I'm probably going to go right back home and go play with my nieces and nephews and my boo friend. For me, it's kind of recharging when I'm with my family and close loved ones. Mm-hmm. That is my kind of zen. Or I may go hole up in a hotel and just kind of vacation it. I've learned the importance of Marie, you're tired, step away from the computer. I usually am out at by six o'clock. I'm not in my office. I really already try to implement ways to give myself a break or to listen to my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as an entrepreneur, we can get very laser focused and so focused that we don't pay attention to our bodies. We don't pay attention to what our, and then we wonder why we're frazzled and stressed and snapping at everyone around us and all of these other things. And so, you know, if I feel like laying on the couch and kicking my feet up and binge watching Greenleaf, then I'm going to do that and allow myself just to some time to kind of breathe because otherwise I would be not good for anybody. That's good advice. Really good advice. Take care of yourself because you can't do anything else if you don't take care of you. That's for sure. Before we go, if you could change the way plus size and curvy women live within fashion, what would that look like? I think my biggest irritation that I would love to change would be the elitism or the classism that is attached to plus size. Because my biggest irritation comes from the buyers because they're the gatekeepers for the biggest department stores. And it's not just the buyers, it's that that politics of that side of the world where like real change really needs to happen. And it's not just about the buyers talking about, oh, well, we got you a polka dot skirt. It's like, no, merchandise the floor. Give the brands the opportunities to produce event stores. There's there's that element that for me, driven to have those conversations. So anytime any executive I have the ear, I'm telling them, like, look, like, what's the problem? It makes me also wonder why they don't see the economic opportunity. They're cutting off their noses to spite their faces. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the dollar. That's mm-hmm. what you learn in business. That's what you learn in business school. That's what they teach you. That's what they teach you in everything. Like, it's about the dollar at the end of the day. And so it's like, but then, then it comes down to the elitism, right? Where you can't sit with us. Like, why are we going to give you? Because this whole notion of a plus size woman, if she's downtrodden, she's sad, she's not confident, she's not going to invest in herself. She's not going to do all these things. But there are women who are and do and who are currently doing it. That is why this industry has birthed so many independent designers. Because you know what? F that. Y'all don't want to dress. Give me what I need. I'm going to make it or I'm going to find someone who can make it for me. 
And that's why you have so many of these indie designers who are making this contemporary. That's why you were talking about contemporary earlier. In contemporary, plus size fashion has been growing by leaps and bounds. And contemporary could be anywhere from 150 to 500. And in that price point, you have that better sportswear. You have like the the plus size version of DVF, Diane von Furstenberg, or Theory, or Vince, or Cynthia Steffi, like all these contemporary brands in straight size fashion, we're starting to have our own plus size variations of that. You know, we have the Jabri, Universal Standard, Anna Scholl, mm-hmm. Carmoma. There's so many names that are like, it's all coming to me all at once. You have Courtney Noel. Like, there's just so much. They need to put these people back in their stores. I know a lot of times with Saks and Neiman's, you can get stuff online. However, who wants to just buy online? You want to walk in the store, try it on. If it doesn't fit, get another size. If you like it, get two. But we have the disposable income. It's a two-edged sword because we're also having to educate the consumer, right? So if she's never spent $300 on herself before, you have to explain to her why. And it's not a bad thing. It's just opening and showing people that this is an awesome opportunity. This is a really great a great thing to have. And it's okay if it's not in your price point because there are five other brands that are. So it's now just pushing back to the readers and to the community to now empower themselves to find the different brands and different bloggers. And there's so much. You can just easily hit up Google, right? And Or you can go to the blog and you can search on there for different designers. Like there's so much that's available now. And with international shipping, I hear ASOS. Who else am I hearing internationally? Dorothy Perkins. That's where Karma Coma is. You have Additionnel. You have City Chic, Juna Rose. Then now you have River Island. You have Boohoo. So now we're all set for fall. We know where to shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marie, Danae, the Curvy Fashionista, thank you so much for joining Full Body Frequency today. Thank you for having me. For more information about the TCF Style Expo, which returns to Atlanta, Georgia, Friday, August 12th and Saturday, August 13th, visit tcfstyleexpo.com. That's tcfstyleexpo.com. After this final break, Full Body Frequency returns with this week's Plus One. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. Feedthepig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to mooch off your friends. You gonna finish that grape? You mean the one in my mouth? You don't need to stop buying the necessities. What you're smelling is a natural musk. Ew. You don't need to be a medical test subject. How do you feel? Mostly okay. I... (laughs) Sometimes, though. (laughs) You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. All right, deal. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies. Like Like the storm. storm. When When it kicked kicked in, in, we had a plan. We, we were, were able to get in touch with each other in no time. I had no idea how to find each other. 
My, my husband, husband kept the kids occupied. calling our son, but there was no reception. Everything was down. I, I felt, felt like, like breaking we handled down and everything crying, very but well. I had to try and stay calm. The, the whole, whole experience, experience was, fine. was the most frightening ten hours of my life. It was, it was kind, kind of like, like a little family adventure. Every hopes will never happen to her. I remember, I remember the, the relief of being together. I realized he was out there all alone. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there it's to stay it's calm and keep to message. the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Full Body Frequency is back. This week's Plus One comes from Simone Mirapozas' Facebook page. Attention thick, plus-size women. Summertime is in full effect. All over the country, temperatures are ranging from the 90s to the 110s. We have to find ways to bear this heat. So I want to take this opportunity to say... My beautiful, voluptuous ladies, don't let society's impossible standards stop you from being comfortable in this heat. Wear those shorts, crop tops, sleeveless shirts, swimsuits, and dresses that air out your chub rub. We shouldn't be expected, nor should we have to keep our bodies covered to adhere to other people's comfort levels. Plus, it's way too hot to care what other people think of your cellulite. It's important to treat your body with care and love, and that includes letting it breathe. So start getting comfortable in your own body, even if it makes others uncomfortable. Until next time, tune into your own full body frequency, where large is luscious living. (laughs) 